0: Hello, and welcome back to The Woods, a podcast about the mysterious, the legendary, and the plain weird, because you never know what you're going to find in the woods. My name is Shaznay. And my name is Sandy. And we have been gone for like a whole month.
1: (laughs) And we didn't tell anyone. Well, to be fair, we didn't know we were going to be gone for a whole month
0: but
1: life happens okay sorry
0: yeah it's not like we plan to be busy and not have any time to uh do basic human functions in daily life anymore
1: if you're you're still listening thank you very much (laughs) like
0: who needs to shower who needs to eat food properly What? Oh, am I the only one? (laughs) What is sleep? I don't know her. (laughs) Who? Sleep who? (laughs) I'm kidding. It hasn't been that bad, listeners. It's been pretty good. Um, We just have been busy with new horizons in our lives. As most of you know, especially if you follow us on Twitter. (laughs) where I randomly post stuff so yeah um, what was our last episode about? women what a great way to end off
1: <laughs> I know if you haven't heard that episode go listen to it and have appreciation for the badass women in history yeah. that never talks about okay
0: yeah actually that was a fun episode
1: yeah that was I think we both learned a lot
0: yeah, no, that was pretty good. Um, that was before our lives got crazy hectic. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Sandy, what have you been up to for the last three or four weeks?
1: Um. Well, my mom has had two ghost encounters.
0: What? In your house?
1: In my house.
0: Are you joshing me right now?
1: Nope. And here, let me tell you what happened. So, my grandma's visiting... So it was me, my grandma, and Angela, we were all in the kitchen. It was like 9 a.m. And we were all, like, my grandma was drinking coffee, I was making oatmeal, Angela was watching TikTok, probably. I don't know. And then suddenly, my mom comes running out of her room. She's like, like, I don't, she was super pale, her eyes were wide, she was clutching her hands to her chest, and she's like, Guys, like something happened to me. And at first, I was like something embarrassing. <laughs> that was my cuz that's my reaction whenever I do something embarrassing. Yeah. Also shocked. And then we were like, "What?" And she's like, "Some something ripped my blanket off of me while I was in bed." And I was like, "No." And she goes, "Yeah." And I was like, "No." <laughs> so as she was telling the story, she was laying in bed, and this was shortly after Angela had left the room because she walked in to tell my mom she was hungry or something, I don't remember. And then Angela shut the door behind her, and my mom kind of got comfortable under the covers, whatever. So suddenly, it felt as if the blanket was sliding off of her. So at first, she thought, like, you know, sometimes she moves and the bed sheets rustle or whatever. But then it kept going, like, a really, like, for an oddly long time. So she kept saying, like, Angela, cut it out. Stop trying to scare me. And she grabbed the cover, pulled it back up. Again, it started sliding. And my mom's like, Kate, Angela, stop that. But, like, Angela didn't reply because she wasn't in the room. And then my mom looked at each side of the bed and under the bed to see if Angela was hiding. There was no one. At this point, my mom's kind of creeped out, but pushes it aside, grabs the blanket pulls it way, like, over her shoulder. And suddenly, this is the point where she says she felt someone grab the end of the blanket and rip it off of her. Like, she's like, it didn't slide. Like, no, someone yanked it. And that's when she ran downstairs, freaking out. Uh, yeah, no thank you. And I was like, hey, maybe it's my grandpa who's like, get the fuck up. Like that, t- me up in the <laughs> like that TikTok uh sound, <laughs> get the fuck up. That's what it reminded me of. Um, this morning, oh, my mom, man. my mom wakes up to banging on her bedroom door. My dad had left for work. My my mom thought it was my grandma, and so she kept saying. You can come in, like, it's fine, come in. Door never opened. She gets up, everyone's asleep, but she brushes it off. She asks my grandma later on, were you knocking on my door this morning? My grandma's like, no, like I, I, was, I slept in today, like I didn't, she asked me, were you banging on my door? I was like, no. She asked Angela and Oscar, were you banging on my door? No, at that point, so it was already gone, like she had left for school so someone was waking her up yet again so i guess we're just dealing with a ghost that does not like the fact that my mom is sleeping wow yeah oh and then yesterday so two days ago ian and i went to walmart and sylvia asked for a red bull gushers and chocolate as you so yeah so i got that all for her and she put the red bull on her desk Yesterday we were having like a card game night and she wanted to drink the Red Bull because she was feeling a little sleepy. She couldn't find it and she tore apart her bed. She looked on the bed. She was looking through her drawer. She even went to my parents and were like, have you guys seen my Red Bull? Like, did you guys take it? Because our parents hate when she drinks energy drinks. So she she was going to hide it from them. But then she's like, maybe they saw it and stole it. But they're like, no. And then they gave her a lecture about how she shouldn't be drinking Red Bull. But anyway, yeah. she went around the whole house. She still cannot find the Red Bull. So then I thought there's like, okay, mom's already had two ghost encounters. Or I guess one at this point. Maybe there is something here. And maybe, like, like my in my theories, maybe this being took your Red Bull and it's going to show up in a really weird place later on. And then Sylvia's like, don't say that stuff to me. I'm scared. And she's like, if I go back into my room and find my Red Bull, like lying on my bed or something, I'm going to be like, mom, can I sleep with you? I'm scared.
0: Did she find it?
1: She hasn't as of yet. Mm.
0: Wow. So more to come on that story yeah i'll keep you updated maybe oscar took it maybe yeah right oscar's like an angel yeah i was just supposed to think (laughs)
1: like unless it's angela he wouldn't
0: yeah it's like oscar wouldn't do that yeah Um, no yeah that is terrifying um But it sounds like it could possibly be, like, kind of like a relative or somebody who is majorly judging your family's life choices.
1: Well, like, the only... There's two people that I think it could be. One is my grandpa who recently passed away. However, this is my grandfather from my father's side. Yeah. Or my mom's great-grandpa, but he passed away a few years ago. Why is he now being like, hey, get up?
0: Yeah, weird. Um, did he pass away around this time or anything?
1: No, not really.
0: Hmm. I don't know.
1: And, like, they were never close. It could but just did... be a completely different spirit. Is it not...
0: one of their birthdays soon? Ooh, I don't know.
1: I have to ask my mom. Hmm.
0: Well, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't have any ghost stories.
1: That might be a good thing.
0: Yeah, ghosts don't like me.
1: I think they like me a little too much.
0: <laughs> That's fair. Um for a few weeks I don't think I told this on the pod. Pretty sure I didn't. <clears throat> I haven't okay, so last time I talked to you guys, like I was having like sleep paralysis and stuff. I haven't had it since the last time I told. The listeners about it um i have probably just been too busy to have it honestly
1: <laughs> i can't tonight demons i'm too busy
0: <laughs> well pr- honestly yeah pretty much i do wake up a lot um throughout the night which sucks because i think it's from stress because i wake up and think that oh shit i'm late for work or something like that but like it's like 4 a.m i'm mm-hmm. not late for work <laughs> you know so I think that causes that and that sucks I hate when that happens like just let me sleep okay or oh my god the worst thing ever is when you s- you dream about being at work oh I know and you have to wake up and go to work Ugh. Yep. like I should be paid for my dream time <laughs> 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 for working Funny. my dreams <laughs>
1: this is how committed I am to this job,
0: okay? <laughs> uh, yeah, but, okay, so, um, in mid-summer of this year, as listeners, I think listeners know, but my my grandpa passed away, right? hmm So, about a month afterwards, it hasn't happened for a while now, but that's okay, but for about a month afterwards, I kept finding quarters... Everywhere, like, like coins, quarters, mm-hmm. just in random places. There would just be a quarter just chilling there, and I didn't put a quarter there, like on my kitchen table. I had just moved in. I don't have money, <laughs> 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 so like, where did it come from? Whose quarter is this? <laughs> and there was just a quarter on the table, and I was like, what? So, the significance behind that is that we used to play this game with my grandpa all the time called 31, and we used to use quarters as, like, our gambling chips. So, everybody got three quarters, and when you lost the round, you had to put your quarter into the pot in the middle of the table, and then... um, Yeah, so you got three quarters. Yeah, so I thought that was interesting. I was Hmm. like, why is there always quarters around here?
1: That's nice, though. Yeah. I mean, now you have a little more money.
0: You would think so, but I don't know what happened to the quarters.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding, Shazne, I want them back.
0: (sighs) Yeah. Uh. In other news, I went on a canoeing trip. That was a lot of fun. It was uh, four days up in the wilderness of Saskatchewan with absolutely no cell service. I was also there on Friday the 13th camping at a lake. You know what happens when you camp at a lake on Friday the 13th? I don't know. Tell me. Absolutely nothing. Unless you're at the Crystal Lake or whatever from the Friday the 13th movies with Jason. Now there was a Jason on my trip, but he did not have a machete to chase me around with. I mean, good. He did have a chainsaw. Oh. (laughs) But nothing happened, so I survived. No, it was good. Yay. Um. No ghosts. No, nothing creepy. Didn't see a Sasquatch. See. That's good. Nothing creepy ever happened with me. Kind of sucks. Oh. Only absolutely terrifying things like today. <laughs> oh. I like just about died. God, Sandy, that was the worst experience of my entire life. Just for those who are listening. <laughs> <laughs> I think Sandy just seen me have like war flashbacks. Yeah. Your face said it all. (laughs) I was driving home, which I do every day, on the highway. It's like a 20-minute drive from work. And um, today, though, for some reason, coming around the corner, (laughs) here I was eating my banana.
1: (laughs) The start of every great story.
0: I like I was just about done my banana. Like I didn't even all I had was the last piece of the banana. You know how you have to take the peel off, so mm. you can get that last piece of banana. Yes. You know so I just that's all I had in my hand, was this last piece of banana, waiting to like put it in my mouth. But as I was coming around this curb, I hit like I don't know there was just gravel, <laughs> like loose gravel on the road. <laughs> Like, who does that? (laughs) I don't know. It must have been fresh or something, but it was, Mm -hmm. like, there was lots of it, and it was very, 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 very loose looking. And I hit it, and it, like, yanked my car into the other side of the road. Thank God there was no one coming, because I would be dead right now. And then I probably overcorrected my car, and, like... (laughs) so oh, you know, sad how am I alive I like i I have no idea what I did, okay, but I yeah, oh my god, I heard like the tires of my car screeching, and I was dying and <laughs> suddenly i end- I was in the ditch, and my car finally stopped, and I could feel. Like I stopped sideways. I could feel all the weight of my car go to the right side of the car, to the oh, passenger yeah. side, and then drop back down to the left. so like, oh my God, <laughs> I just about tipped my car in the ditch. Um all my stuff <laughs> was all flown against the, the passenger side of my car. <laughs> And, okay, this is kind of funny. Hilarious. <laughs> if, if you guys haven't noticed, my coping mechanism is to laugh about things. Anyway. Okay, so... <laughs> I had my lunch bag in the back of the car, and in my lunch bag was the spoon for my breakfast in the morning, and... So, the spoon was in the lunch bag. Well, (laughs) once all of this was over, you know those handles in the door that, like, aren't the ones that open? It's just, like, kind of a handle you can grab onto Mm -hmm. in the door? Okay, so my passenger side, front door. The spoon was just chilling in it. (laughs) (laughs) So, the spoon flew from the back of my car all the way up into the passenger door oh my god and i dropped my
1: banana (laughs) not the banana oh my god so i feel tragedy
0: the, the car finally stopped and i could smell this burning stuff i was like so this whole time that this all happened within literal seconds, I like because I could hear my tires screeching. I was I was flying across the highway, which by the way, like I was going a hundred and ten on kilometers on the highway because, well, probably I think I was going a hundred and ten between a hundred and a hundred and ten because it's a highway you drive fast. Um, so finally, my car stopped and I could smell this burning smell, and. Oh, wait. I wasn't going to say that first. No. Okay. So, I could hear my (laughs) tires screeching across the highway. So, I realized that I had my foot on the brake. I'm pretty sure is what I had thought. Or maybe I thought that I did, but I didn't. I don't know. I don't know. But I told myself. I was like, oh, you're not supposed to put your foot on the brake when your car's freaking out. Like, oh, you're not supposed to do that. So, I took it off the brake. Anyway. If it was even on the brake, I have no idea. You tell me. So, My car finally stops, and I can smell this, like, burning scent that stinks. So my first thought was, oh, my God, my car's on fire.
1: I mean, that would have been my first thought, too, so I get it.
0: So I turn off the engine, and I, like, grab my phone, and I run out of my car. And, like, I'm calling my dad already. (laughs) And then, um... Then I'm like, wait, that's stupid. My car is in the fire. (laughs) It was just the burning smell from the tires, but yeah, so now there's like tire streaks all over the road, and my car seems okay, I'm okay, I'm fine, I don't even think I have whiplash my yeah, nothing happened like isn't like my airbags went off or anything, so that's cool. I'm glad you're okay, <laughs> but that was terrifying, and i that could have been so much worse. I could have died. And now, like, tonight, I was, like, getting, like, flashbacks. Like, I probably have very, very slight PTSD from this. Probably. (laughs) Yay. This is exactly what I need right now. But, um, count your blessings, children. (laughs) Yeah. So that's been today's episode. (laughs) See you next time. This is what happens when we don't talk for four weeks. This is... Yeah. Ugh. Okay. Anyway. Um... Asne,
1: if you're still feeling uh, like you need to go to a hospital, go to the one that I'm going to be talking about right now, because I promise you, you will be taken care of.
0: Ooh... I'm intrigued.
1: The story I have for you today, it's a ghost story, because we said we were going to do ghost stories.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, But it is a ghost story, it's um, a really well-known ghost story in all of Mexico, like everyone pretty much knows it, but it's about La Planchada, or as translated in English, Loki, stop! (laughs) Or as translated in English, The Ironed Lady. So, the name, the Iron Lady, like, while it sounds, like, really weird and kind of violent, actually is, like, she gets this name because this lady liked to keep her work uniform nice and ironed and pristine and just perfect. So, she liked making good impressions. So, who is this Iron Woman, you may ask? Well, her name was Eul uh, Eulalia? Eulalia? But she worked as a nurse at the Juarez Hospital in Mexico. She was very good at her job. Her patients loved her. And it's said that her patients felt really lucky to have her as a nurse. She was just so good. She was good at her job. She was kind-hearted. And she was very clean and had a nice uniform. It's what we all look for in nurses. Mm -hmm. However, as with every ghost legend, things didn't always go so well for Eulalia. Things started to change when a new doctor joined the hospital staff. The doctor was said to be young, handsome, and had an eye for Eulalia, as they always do. And she started to fall in love with him. They started dating, and then shortly after, they got engaged. So after becoming engaged, the doctor had to go out of town for a medical seminar, which is nothing strange. It's a pretty common thing like people go to work seminars. However, what was strange was he was said to return a week later and he never returned. Eulalia was justifiably concerned and grew more and more worried when he didn't return the next week or the week after that. After some time, um, the hospital had received word that he had met a woman at the seminar and married her instead of going back home to his fiance. So... As you can imagine, Eulalia was completely devastated. This man, who she had fallen in love with and planned her whole life with, just pieced out and left her for someone that he maybe knew for a week.
0: Wow. Classic. Anybody asks why I don't date?
1: <laughs> it's this story.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: okay, stop growling. So eventually she became horribly depressed, and we all know depression can affect like the work we produce. So she began messing up a lot and she began neglecting her patients. One of her patients even died because she had not been paying attention to what she was doing at work. Mm. So her, like when she realized that it was her fault that this patient died, she became ill. And so she was already weak and depressed. She didn't have the energy to fight off her illness. And she died shortly after, um, in the same hospital that she had worked for. It wasn't long after her death that strange things started happening around the hospital. Hospital staff and patients started seeing a nurse in the emergency room area. They described the apparition as glowing and floating instead of walking. Others have claimed that they have seen her walking, but she's so graceful that no footsteps can be heard when they see her. As time went on, the hospital staff gave her the nickname La Planchada because her uniform was clean, crisp, and perfectly ironed. Um... While hospital staff have seen her, she mostly appears to patients instead. So it is said that she will only appear at night in the ward that she died in and she will look after the patients that she feels are being neglected. In the morning, these patients will be well enough to be moved to to less intensive care rooms and when they are asked how they are feeling, they say a nurse came in and healed me. Hmm. So on Reddit, a user named Slaying Immortal Posted about an encounter that his father had at the hospital with, uh, La Planchada, so let me read that to you. Before my dad met my mom back in Mexico, this was around the 70s or 80s, my dad got incredibly sick to the point that he was hospitalized with an intense fever that had been, that had been there for days. Since he used to live in Guerrero, they weren't anywhere close to a hospital, so they held off taking him until he was at death's door was in the hospital, doctors did their thing and eventually retired for the night. Since it was a general hospital, he was in a room where it was separated using just curtains. He has his curtain open all the way since there aren't any patients in the room he was in. He told us he specifically remembers feeling like he was going to die, calling out for nurses since it got to the point where he was passing out. No one answered his call, which was not too uncommon in Mexican hospitals at the time. He told us he remembers getting a distinct feeling as if his skin was slowly drifting away to the heat he felt from the fever. A nurse finally came in, wearing all white and with her clothes perfect without a single fold in them. she, She tended to my dad and even gave him some medicine. The day after, he woke up a lot better, still sick but not no longer passing out and having his fever rescend a little. He talks to the doctor that came in the morning and asked that he wanted to thank the nurse working the night because he believed she saved him. The doctor informed him that there was only a handful of nurses in the building at the time and that no such person worked there. My dad took it as strange but didn't investigate with the doctor any further and decided to ask a nurse. The nurse also said the same thing. The nurse didn't... Was like, no, no one here, like, that looks like that works here. Yeah. After he left the hospital, he was good as new, but he always remembered that same lady that saved his life. He told this story to his dad, which told him about the legend of uh, La Planchada, and how she saves people that need her in hospitals. And so that's the end of that encounter. But, it's believed that she returns to help those patients in need because she still feels guilty about having neglected her patients while she was alive. And there are other versions of the story, like she was actually a cruel woman who hated her patients, and as punishment, she was sent to take care of them for eternity. Hmm. Or, another version is that uh, her and the doctor were never engaged, she just took her anger out on the patients when he rejected her, resulting in them dying. But I like the idea, or like, the version that she was actually really nice.
0: Because it's like, we need
1: good ghost stories, I think.
0: Yeah, that was my thought too, is like, ghosts are always painted as such terrible things. Mm
1: -hmm. But she's just, she just wants to do her job. Yeah. That's so nice.
0: It is. That was a nice story. Thank you, Sandy. You're welcome. Okay, we're going to have to take a small break so that I can get some more juice in my phone. Okay, good, because me too. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Hi. Again.
1: I bet you you missed us.
0: Yeah, I hope you enjoyed our break. It was like 20 minutes for us, but only like a millisecond for you. Isn't that magic? (laughs) Okay, I'm gonna find my notes. So, um, mine's a, like, a semi-ghost story. uh, mm. It's just spooky. I'm down for the spooks. Okay, so, my obsession for the last few months has been watching, well, listening to, like, Reddit stories. Because... Well, who knows if they're real or not, but they're written as if they're supposed to be real. And that's more terrifying than any fictional story out there, you know? Alright. So, this is from the Reddit user Rebels. R-E-B-B-O-L-S Only my mom ever believed me about this. Unfortunately, she is no longer alive, so I cannot ask her for any more details than what I have been told while be- while growing up. My dad just never wants to talk about what happens. So, I used to live in this rented house near an appliance store from birth up until I was six years old. I am now 24 and out of the military, if that tells you how long ago this was. Since it was a small house and I was the younger sibling and my dad worked nights, I ended up sleeping in my parents' room until we moved out. It should be noted that one side of my bed was against a wall and the other was facing the doorway. I remember having this cookie monster plush that I was obsessed with and I would never go to sleep without it. If my mom ever tucked me in in without it I would throw a tantrum until I had my best friend. Things started to change when I was about to turn four. My mom would wake up and notice I would be sleeping without the plush and that it would be underneath my bed. Not thinking much of it she would just put it back into my bed and let me continue to sleep. So this kept going on for a couple of weeks until my mom finally decided to ask me about why Cookie Monster would always be under my bed when she would wake up. I remember saying something along the lines of, He is my friend. He talks to me and likes to walk around at night. Or something of the matter. No. <laughs> From my perspective, I knew I was talking to Cookie Monster because I could see his eyes. You know how he has those big white eyes that stick out? He would talk to me at night and help me go back to sleep when I was scared. My mom played it off as my overactive child's imagination, but it slowly was about to get worse. Over the course of the next couple of months, I would have night terrors. No, not simple nightmares. I am talking about full-blown night terrors. So bad, to the point, I would stiffen up and do nothing but scream as my mom tried to rock me back to sleep. This went on for almost every single night. They were so scarring on younger me that to this day I remember what they were about. I would be laying in bed at night when my cookie monster plush would come to life. He would drag me out of my bed and pull me under to eat me. Shit, I never stopped getting those dreams until I was 14. That is how scarring they were. Oh my god. About a year from moving out of the house and into a better place, my mom would learn the truth behind the whole ordeal. So she woke up to some noises one night and heard me out in the living room talking to Cookie Monster. Now, you might be expecting that I am about to say... She saw me talking to the plush, but you were wrong. You might expect me to say that I was lying in bed and only the plush was out in the other room, but you are still wrong. But reality is much, much scarier than any fictional story. What she saw instead is much worse than any paranormal activity shit you could ever see in any movie theater, for instead of a possessed doll oh my god stop with this she, she saw me standing there talking to the dark my mom instinctively turned on the light and as soon as she did two old guys went running out the now wide open door front door what? <laughs> The only thing I remember from that night was my mom holding on to me for dear life as my dad and the police rushed into the house. The thing that scares me to this day is not the fact that I was talking to two random strangers that night. What scares me to this day is that I was talking to these people for months without knowing it. I was talking to the people who were constantly breaking into my house every night And they were breaking into my house for months without kidnapping me or stealing anything from us. What scares me to this day is that I still have no idea what they ever planned to do. Oh
1: my god. Okay, Sylvia walked in and I jumped. (laughs) I seen that. (sighs) That took a turn. I did
0: not. (laughs) Wait. Yeah, that's messed up. Do you want another one? Yes. <laughs> okay, so... This one is from Ginseng Spelled G-I-N-S-X-N-G. When I was a kid, I used to stay at my grandparents' house a lot. They've had that house for as long as my mom has been alive, possibly even longer. All I know is that the history of the property is still unknown to this day. Anyways, I used to stay in my mom's old childhood room. It was called the Purple Room due due to the purple carpet and lavender wallpaper. It was a pretty big room with a queen-size bed in the middle and a humongous window right next to it. During the summer, I would frequently stay at the house and spend a lot of time in the room. One night... I vividly remember waking up late at night, probably 1 or 2 in the morning, and seeing a puppet show outside my window, and I wish I was making this up. They were hand-slash-sock puppets, and it looked like it was only performed by one or two people. It was only a shadow of this performance, which threw me off, so of course, I assumed I was still a little tired and totally out of it and imagining the whole thing. I decided to brush it off my shoulder and ignore it. And oh man, do I regret that. As soon as I turned over on my right side, there in the doorway was a large black figure. Sandy, your face. (laughs) These are (laughs) scary. (laughs) They are so scary. It was it was pitch black out in the hallway, but I could clearly see a figure stand in there. My stomach sank and my heart started beating quickly. I was wide awake now. I blinked a few times and I swear every time I did, it got a little bit closer. When it got, got arm's length away from me, that's when I felt my heart stop beating and completely and my body turning cold. I swear I could see my breath because of how cold it was. I was able to muster up a scream that woke up both of my grandparents and brother from their deep slumber. My grandma was the first one to come into my room, but as soon as she flicked the lights on, it was gone, never to be seen again. I was sobbing and trying to tell her what I saw, but she just kept stroking my hair and saying I was just having a bad dream. I know that wasn't a dream, and what I saw was real. I also believe that this thing that I saw as a child has followed me when I moved to a different state. I was about six or seven when this happened, and I'm 16 today. But to this day, no one believes me. I believe you. (laughs) Oh, I have this funny one to tell you. Okay. So this one is from Reddit user... Law, law life LGBT so they say okay. not scary just funny <laughs> <laughs> my family sell, sails on the Great Lakes a local author wrote two books called Haunted Lakes 1 and Haunted Lakes 2 the second book came out when I was 10 or 12 it detailed a spooky story of a cloudy day where a local guide was leading one visitor through an island lighthouse. It was a cloudy, crappy day. The visitor stopped and asked the guide whether he had his kids with him on the island. The guide says no, and as far as he knows, there is no kid on the island. The visitor is puzzled, since he can hear distant cries, cries of mother, or mother, and kids playing. The author of the book assumes that the island must be haunted because many of the old keepers were from Germany. But I've always had a strong suspicion those two just heard my brother and I, probably about four and six years old at the time. My family tended to go out to the islands on our sailboat even when the weather wasn't great, and we would play outside as long as it wasn't pouring rain or storming. We also grew up speaking German since my mom taught German at a school and we were quite loud. We were quite loud. Finally, we had a small craft and knew all of the anchorages. If we had been on the island, no one might have seen us. So I think I got written into a book as a ghost. (laughs) I love that. Yeah, I thought that one was funny. Um, but, yeah, because the Great Lakes, isn't that here? Like, in Canada?
1: Yeah, that's what I was thinking.
0: Those are our Great Lakes. So, I mean, that's if they're talking about these ones. It's possible there's other Great Lakes in the world, I guess. Yeah. But, yeah, I I thought that was funny. Yeah, that was... We'll have to find those books. Mm hmm But, yeah, those were my ghost stories. I mean, the first one wasn't a ghost story. Was the okay, second it was terrifying? One? The second one could have been a ghost story. The second one was weird, mm-hmm. With, like the puppet show in the window. That's terrifying. I hate that. Yeah. No thanks. Um. But yeah, the first one was like freaky. Oh my god! There's like people mm-hmm. in your house for months. Yeah. L- no thanks. And the kid thought That's it was hilarious. just the cookie monster, like he thought it was his doll. That's so weird. But it was really just people talking to him. And it still doesn't explain why the doll was like under the bed. I I got nothing. I don't know. Yeah. So. Yeah, Reddit is ruthless. <laughs> <laughs> so I like it. I
1: like. Personal ghost stories. Please send us your personal ghost stories. Yeah. Or creepy stories,
0: please. Any story. You like any anything that's happened to you, let us know.
1: And we'll read it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you can uh send them to us over on our Instagram at the Woods Podcast. You can DM us on Twitter
1: at Woods Podcast,
0: and don't forget about our email thewoodspodcast at gmail.com and we'd like to give a shout out to Jason Shaw for our theme running waters yeah, uh, stay spooky Um, enjoy the Halloween season that is upon us now and take care thank you for still listening to us
1: (laughs) yeah